I I really don't know what, what's going in the heads of these people who think this is uh the who think that Vovo Vovo video is a good idea. And yeah, they are also heavily promoting it on 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 the state media. So yeah, this is all perfectly serious. I would assume that Nutella and Burger King were doing this five years ago or something. Mm -hmm. um, not that anything in Russian politics is as delicious as Nutella or Burger King. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Today's episode of the Russia Guy podcast features an interview with the investigative journalist Alexei Kovalyov, the creator of the propaganda debunking project Noodle Remover, and a reporter with op-eds in the Washington Post, The Guardian, The Moscow Times, many others. Alexei and I talked about Russia's presidential race, voter mobilization efforts, voter apathy, and Vladimir Putin's pre-election media blitz. The first thing Alexei and I discussed were Putin's three recent major interviews. There's the one with Megyn Kelly. What are the other ones? Uh, uh, the other one is uh, with um, Vladimir Solovyov, which he posted on Vkontakte, not on. He it didn't broadcast on. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, because uh, uh, they probably don't want to be seen as uh, openly campaigning on the state. Oh. So then you get in trouble with the Central Elections Committee? Maybe, yeah. So there's Dmitry Kisilev posted on his Odnoklasniki page another interview with Putin oh, really? full, of zing, full, of, yeah. full of zingers. No, but, the, but the campaigning for Putin is more or less subdued because it's not about Putin. He's, he's, he's going to be re-elected in any case. It's about him wanting to be the president of all Russians, not just those who, not just those who were coerced by their bosses uh, or uh, bust around in these carousel voting. No, he don't, he wants to appear, well, he wants to, his re-election to be as legitimate as, as possible. And so the interviews, like, what do you think they accomplish with average Russian voters? Well, uh, the Adnoklasniki crowd is, uh, is triumphant. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, Adnoklasniki is, uh, uh, is probably the most loyalist and conservative crowd. These are okay. mostly yeah, older people and, and elderly. Uh, using that so using that social network, yeah. and um, I can see from the comments that uh, uh, they are thrilled to have Vladimir Vladimirovich as the as the president again. But even on Vkontakte, they had to. It's uh, it, it's clear that the they are inflating the number of views and comments, and, and that they are coming from very obvious bots. I'm hearing reports coming uh, from all, all over the country where people work, working for, working for uh, state institutions, and it doesn't have to be necessarily a state enterprise, mm -hmm. uh, but in Russia the majority of all businesses uh, concentrated in the state's hands or in the state's control. So people are told by their bosses to uh, uh, bring their absentee ballots to deregister uh, at home, and uh, register as absentee voters at the at their workplaces, and uh, people are being uh, told to that there there will be repercussions that they don't, or they promise an extra day off, something like that. Is it absentee ballots, or is it like their voter stub? Because I thought they got rid of absentees for this this election. No, no, they, you can just pick where you're gonna vote, but it's not you don't actually mail it in. Uh, no, and uh, they really streamlined the procedure, so you only have to um, uh, come to your city hall uh, or go to this government website 
and re-register uh, at the different polling stations. And uh, you can still vote by mail, or you have to go in physically? You have to, unless, unless you are, no, no, there's no voting by mail. So you have right. to be there, uh, you, you have to physically come to the station, yeah. but of course there will be, um, uh, they were, there will be mobile voting teams for people who can't, can't come. Like disabled people and older. Yeah. 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 And of course the, the, the biggest campaign online where they are hiring like uh, Instagram celebrities to promote this idea that, uh, you don't even have to be in Russia to vote. Uh, mm -hmm. you can be anywhere, uh, just go and vote, please, please, please go and vote. And they, this is a this is this is a, a constant barrage of ads on TV, uh, ads ab absolutely everywhere, everywhere on the metro, on the, when you're buying tickets uh, on Aeroflot's website, there's an ad. Go and vote. Go and vote. Uh, so this is a relentless campaign that's uh, that's costing hundreds of millions of rubles, and uh, uh, the target uh, of this campaign is uh, seventy slash seventy, as in. Yeah. Uh, seventy percent for Putin uh, at seventy percent turnout. So this is all. Uh, this is all about uh, you know uh, granting extra legitimacy to what is a foregone conclusion. Like Putin's going to be, uh, Putin's going to get reelected, and he's already uh, writing new decrees right now, even before the, the elections have happened. The biggest candidate in these elections is is not Putin, but the turnout. All this promotion of the election, they're bombarding citizens with reminders to go and vote because Putin desperately needs this 70-70 formula to re-legitimize himself. What are some of the most... Well, I know the one we wanted to talk about was the Vova Vova music video. You really need to see it to believe it or enjoy it or hate it. Все окна и все разом двери И заполняется все солнце Ярким светом Вова Любимый Вова Вова Красавчик Любимый босс наш Вова What can you tell me about like who made it and how it how it emerged and who's been promoting it? It's the yeah. Here's the thing. It's uh, it's one of the uh, most prominent Russian pop producers, Igor Matvienko, mm -hmm. uh, who is like well, I I don't know what the American equivalent would be, but uh, he's the most influential producer in Russian pop music. Uh, and this is a girl band uh, from, and this is a throwback to the early two thousands, yeah. uh, where they would literally. Uh, fabricate these uh, pop bands the band is called fabrica right uh, because uh, they emerged from uh, this t tv song contest show called uh, fabrica zvezd mm -hmm. so this is really uh, uh, this is really something that we uh, that we were used to in, in the early 2000s the, these garish uh, uh, absolutely uh, hilarious uh, are girl bands like tattoo? Yeah, no, no, no. Tattoo is a different matter. But no, oh, is it? No, tattoo. Yeah. Tattoo was it uh, was a very separate and, and highly unique project. It has nothing mm -hmm. to do with it. And they were they were undeniably undeniably more talented than these clo cloned. Okay. Yeah, these uh, cloned silicone uh, lips uh, and and, and uh, 
Uh, you know, really. Silicon other parts. Yeah, silicon other parts. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, and they and they are uh, and this is something so so uh, lowbrow that mm. I I don't really know who came up with this thing, but, the, but it's uh, not satire, right? No, it's, it's they it's they. Deal. Yeah, this is this is these people are perfectly serious. Lots of people were convinced that this is this is actually anti-Putin satire. But it's not. Uh, it's not because the uh, uh, Russia state news agency TASS yeah. is sharing it and heavily mm -hmm. promoting it, and they are quite mm -hmm. serious about this. And uh, there is no, there is no joke about it. And uh, yeah, they are also heavily promoting it on on, on the state media. So yeah, this is all perfectly serious. Mm -hmm. And how do you think people interpret it when they see it? I mean, do, do they is is the anticipated reaction? Damn, you know, Vladimir Putin is a man, and just look at these young women pine after him. Is uh, that what they're going for? It's hard to tell because uh, it's it's hard to glean the uh, the reaction from the comments because they are have all of these pieces of news and everything. Most of the Russian social networks are in bot overdrive. I mean, you you mm -hmm. cannot go online without stumbling into hundreds of these of these uh, uh, identical bot accounts. Uh, mm -hmm liking and promoting uh, uh everything putin and it's a huge it's a huge problem that the uh, uh, uh twitter and facebook and and especially youtube are refusing to acknowledge at least publicly you know what's happening on uh, on youtube um i was i was on a on navalny's show the other day and immediately i it's like it's broadcast live on youtube yeah and the minute uh, we were on air. There were three thousand dislikes on the video. Oh, the moment you got online. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's pretty. It's it's pretty insane. Uh, and they are also obsessed with, uh, uh, well, with international legitimacy, because everyone sees what's happening, and they are uh, not particularly concerned about the Russian domestic critical coverage. Mm. Uh, but there's a lot of anxiety that the West. Well, very broadly speaking, because it it won't. But they are very much afraid that it will declare the elections illegitimate. Mm. Which is why they are bringing these weird fringe far-right and far-left uh, uh, parties to Russia to serve as international election monitors. So they, they will, at the end they will sign a, a paper that these elections were like the cleanest in, in election history. Uh, and so the, the, the state news agencies can then run with the headlines like international observers uh, say the Russian ele uh, presidential elections is the cleanest election in election history. Yeah, I can't imagine why uh, why anyone's, uh, why any Western election would depend on the Russian opinion that that's what ha what's, what's happening in Russia. So do you sympathize with Ksenia Sobchak when she says my running in this election isn't what legitimizes Putin. What legitimizes Putin is when foreign leaders call him to congratulate him on his re-election. No, well, she's partly right, but I'm still not voting for her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, uh, but no, she's just uh, the only decent thing she uh, she could do after getting all the uh, all the publicity and the platform uh, that would have would have been un otherwise unavailable to her mm -hmm. uh, is to j just drop out. At the last minute. Yeah, and leave uh, uh, Putin to compete against these the three nobodies, who even Grudinin is a nobody. You think he seems to be generating some buzz. Not that he'll win, but enough that maybe he's offering us legitimacy to the election. 
Well, uh, he's not winning uh, in any case, and he's not helping his party. He's not even a member of the party. Right, <laughs> but, that's pretty weird. Yeah, but he's attracting so much, so much backlash online. There's just these uh, uh, hundreds of and thousands of these bots and memes uh, uh, absolutely slamming Grudinian. Uh, but do you think that, I mean, what's the significance of a bunch of bots and memes or whatever? I mean, is that an important thing? I have no idea, but the American context—that's you know the alarmists treat that as why Trump was elected, mm -hmm. and the cynics say, "Who cares about the memes and bots or whatever?" Uh, Yeah, but this this campaign is massive. I mean, uh, Mm -hmm. the state media uh, have all but openly declared war on Grudinian, and uh, one has actually declared war on Grudinian. Which one? life mm-hmm. yeah like this easiest tab this easiest online tabloid and they're like right. like f- their front page uh it has been uh an uh a, an anti-grudinian attack ad for weeks is this, is this the story about his foreign bank accounts yeah and the thing is that uh you see it's, so this is not another conundrum uh so yeah uh life un- unearthed some um illegal bank accounts uh, belonging to Grudinian, right. which would disqualify him from running. Yeah, this is a clear this, there's a clear definition in the elections law. Mm-hmm. Uh, so normally, he would have been disqualified, but he won't be <laughs> the the catch 22 is that they're now facing is that uh, by the same rules, uh, by which they didn't register Navalny, who would have, uh, uh, I, I think he could uh, probably uh, attract at least about five to ten percent votes. Grudinian. Uh, no, no, Navalny. Oh, yeah. Which whom whom they refuse to register as a right. can, as a candidate. Mm-hmm. So now they are facing a much bigger violation of the elections law, but they can't disqualify him because that would mean losing uh, all of Grudinian's uh, voters, who are mm-hmm. crucial for the turnout. Right. So, uh, yeah. If that was the guiding star, though, I mean, do you think the Kremlin is simply just afraid of Navalny? Because if their truly one priority here was to have maximum turnout, they would have let Navalny run. Yeah, I don't know what's so in their heads. It's not their only priority. It's also to be safe. Uh, yeah, I, I really, uh, they didn't just, they just didn't want to uh, give him the platform, which uh, he would have been entitled to, like going on the all, all the state media, uh, which he is currently blacklisted from, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So they did just right. they 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 probably thought that uh, you know the blowback from not registering him is less significant than the negative publicity that he would have generated if he mm-hmm. were allowed to run. Right. I I really don't know what what's going in the heads of these people who think this is uh the who think that Vova Vova video is a good idea mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and not allowing uh, someone who's uh, uh, whose best anticipated result would be about seven percent. Well, you, I mean, you, you said you do kind of have some idea what's going through their head on that, right? Because you you're saying that if they've only had been allowed the platform, that would have been bad for the Kremlin in the long run. But with Grudinin, it's not so bad, and so they'll take the blowback of his mouth running, <laughs> and then they'll they'll take his five or ten percent. But with Navalny, it would have been not worth the trade. No, uh, probably, yeah. Yeah. 
that that's probably the case but this is the, all of my sources in the, uh, uh, in the Russian different uh, government agencies who are sending me these leaks like uh, we've never seen such a deluge of uh, 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 you know complaints uh, about being forced to vote etc etc they are telling me that they've never seen anything like it so uh, uh, the, even in like the 2011 yeah parliamentary elections yeah mm -hmm. even even a couple of months back uh back in uh, september uh actually back in september when we had these uh, local uh, elections mm -hmm. in in moscow i had to literally print leaflets with the uh, uh with the address of the nearest polling station uh, and go hang them in my neighborhood because there was zero information every anywhere so they were so disinterested in promoting them that people barely uh knew where to go if they uh, even if they wanted to vote uh so yeah right now it's uh, uh it, it's it's crazy yeah it's crazy and why do you think i mean they take this approach now because putin desperately wants the legitimacy of high turnout why doesn't the duma or the local officials why don't they get the same treatment why are the voters you know not told where to go why are they, why is it all obfuscated because Putin's, uh, because there is no uh, party equivalent of Putin, uh, because United Russia is deeply unpopular, despite winning everywhere through very obvious and dirty means. Local elections were highly volatile because the the opposition was campaigning really hard, and did win a lot of seats, uh, even with the all the voter suppression. Right. Uh, Duma elections. Um, I don't remember much of a campaign really, uh, except for the opposition candidates, uh, all of whom lost, of course. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is pretty. Uh, this is pretty unprecedented. What's happening now with the, with the uh, with the turnout, and the 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 bots and trolls online, which are going mad. So the troll factory you've heard you've heard about this. It's very much active uh still and do it's... you think it's still Prigozhin's people or is it now just a tactic that anybody can pick up and run with you know, any like... anyone can do it it's uh mm -hmm. I, it doesn't have to be it's a, it's it's easy to set up i mean you you can buy, you can literally you can literally just now go on and buy a hundred uh a thousand bots on twitter and, and use them for you and use them for your for your own uh uh online campaign which is what grudin himself is doing for example I can see a lot of pro Grudinian bots online, and they're, they're pretty clumsy. Right. <laughs> even Xenia, even Xenia Sapchak is using bots to inflate the likes on her videos. Sure. Yeah. Well, this isn't necessarily a Russian innovation, I assume. I yeah. Mean, maybe I mean maybe the Russians are doing something special with it in politics, but I would assume that Nutella and Burger King were doing mm -hmm. this five years ago or something. Mm -hmm. oh, not that anything in Russian politics is as delicious as Nutella or Burger King. <laughs>that's all for this episode of the russia guy you can find alexei kovalyov on twitter at alexei underscore kovalyov i will add a link to his account in the description for this podcast episode if you enjoyed this interview and would like to hear more consider pledging a little money to yours truly on patreon to help out with online hosting and audio equipment expenses until next time 
так выносит на земля. Дайте, что ли, карты в руки погадать на короля. Ой-ля-ля, ой-ля-ля, 